At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The biggest games of the football season are coming, and Bet Rivers is introducing new parlay features just in time for the playoff push. For your next bet, try a new multi game parlay and combine bets across games to make your perfect combo. Combine player props, game bets, and even different same game parlays into one multi game parlay. Make your parlay today at Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com to place your bet. This is the DC City Cast with Frank Hanrahan, presented by Bet Rivers. It is the DC City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. I'm your host, Frank Hanrahan from VEASAN. Coming up, we're going to break down the Wizards at home tonight, hosting the Oklahoma City Thunder. Lots of chat about uh, Washington football and the offseason starts now. Starts now. So we'll get into that. But I do. I don't want. I. This is what we do not do here. We do not gloat or flaunt our picks because, you know, I was, I was in a bit of a rut. I'll be honest with you. But then came the national championship. And on this podcast yesterday, I said, you got to take Georgia. It's got to do it. We're going to bet against the big empire that is Alabama. It made zero sense that Georgia was actually favored in this game. It was a good sweat, as it always is, as it always is. But the Bulldogs win the national championship. And as low scoring as that first half was, and field goal bonanza, Came a couple points, just a couple points shy of the total. I think it closed at 53. Final was 33-18. 51 points total. And on paper, it looks like an easy cover. But as we all know, we all watched it. Uh, it was right down to the gun, right down to the wire. And the, the amazing thing about that ending was everybody that had Georgia when that defensive back had the pick even the coach, Kirby Smart, was like, get down. I mean, I was yelling, get down. What are you doing? Get down, get down, get down. <laughs> and I think even after the dude scored the touchdown, you saw Kirby Smart, the head coach of Georgia, on the sidelines, coaching up the player, coaching him up, saying, hey, next time, you, you know, you should get down. Heck, doesn't matter now. Touchdown, Georgia, rest is history. Uh, and yeah, he really should have gotten down just so – Alabama could never get the ball back and maybe perhaps put in a mini sweat and a miracle. But in the end, Georgia was the national champion. And for a week or so, we were debating why the hell 
is Georgia favored? And I think we all got the answer. Uh, that's because <laughs> even though they lost by 17 in the in the SEC title game to the very same team in Alabama, they were clearly the better team in the fourth quarter. And they made the, made, made the big plays. And uh, Stetson Bennett, the fourth, hey, that's fantastic. That was a great, you know, he did great. He, he would have been the GOAT the other way. Almost coughed it up with that interesting fumble call. They said that I guess he lost the handle and then and the ball went forward and Alabama recovered and scored at the time to go ahead by five. But the narratives on national broadcast sometimes just want to make you say, okay, we get it. We, we get it. We get it. We, we, we know he was a walk-on. We know he was fourth on the depth chart. Yada, yada. Like, okay, it was almost exhausting by the time they did the post-game interviews. <sighs> yes, we know. We, uh, we got it. God bless the broadcasters. I know that there's somebody in their ear going, hey, ask another question about the great underdog story that you are. And it was just way too much for me. Like, it wasn't just Stetson Bennett. Yeah, he had some great throws. Yeah, he was the backup, backup, backup QB. Yeah, he went to JUCO. Great story. Okay, but you don't have to spend the entire postgame show on it. <laughs> Am I the only one? I mean, I know some people love that kind of stuff, and I do too. I, I respect it. I do. But at some point, you're like, the narrative, yeah, we get it, ESPN. It's a great story. Fantastic. We don't have to ask three questions in a different way, all about the same thing. So there was that. And hey, he did fantastic. He he answered the bell. He 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 could have been the oh my God, what was this guy thinking? And and I was thinking at the start of the fourth quarter, I can't believe I bet on this guy. <laughs> Looking at his facial expressions on the sidelines, it looked like a deer in headlights after that fumble. When he gave Alabama basically a free touchdown. And I think it just got to the point where I'm sure you've been there in a competitive spot before when you're just really not sharp, really not looking good at all, and you just go F it. If we're going to go down, swing in, let's go down with some big uppercuts and some big haymakers, and let's see what happens. And good for him. It did happen, and Georgia is the national champion. Uh, but again, I, I, I get it. You get it. He was, he was written off. He was an underdog. Nobody ever thought he could make it. And he did when he was three years old, <laughs> he knew he told his daddy he was going to be a starting quarterback at the university of Georgia. And the rest is history. So Georgia wins covers all of that good stuff. Total goes under, uh, it was a slug fest in that first half. And when they got, yeah, you just knew you, you you didn't have a prayer. Although betting halftime lines aren't bad, you know, at at, uh, at times. And that would have been a nice play, taking the over, I believe. It was 24 on uh, Bet River Sportsbook at the break. And Georgia was like minus a half a point. So clearly the over in the second half. And uh, Georgia were the winners if you played uh, the live bet. At halftime, which is what I like to do sometimes. I did not do that. I, I stuck with my pick with Georgia uh, closed at uh, uh, minus three. Um, and that was a nice victory. So, again, we're not here to gloat. We're not here to say, hey, I told you so. 
We're just here to say that, uh, in fact, that is now uh, two straight wins for me, which <laughs> isn't ain't fantastic, but, uh, you know, we'll take it. Um, and, you know, quickly, as I look at Bet Rivers uh, Sportsbook right now, they already have the odds up for next year's championship. <laughs> you want to guess who the favorite is right now at plus 150? Yeah, Alabama. And then Ohio State at plus 250. And Georgia to defend is a big-time long shot, just like Stetson Bennett the fourth at plus 500. And then Clemson weighs in there at plus 1,400. And uh, so is Oklahoma. And then Texas A&M is at plus 1,600. And that's really where you, you probably want to stop. But Notre Dame is at plus 2,500. Um, let me see if there's anything. The biggest long shot on the board is, well, pretty much any mid-major. How about New Mexico at plus 500,000? Let's go. Hawaii, same deal. Not to get off on a tangent, but did you see that, like, in the state of Hawaii, because the school had so many transfers, they actually, like, went to have a hearing on why so many players are transferring out of Hawaii? Did you see this? Like, the coach apparently is a nightmare, and all these players have been transferring out of Hawaii, so the state legislature actually had, like, an assembly to discuss all of these players transferring out of Hawaii. Like, why is that? That's a big-time tangent. I apologize, but I, I just wanted to mention that. It's kind of crazy. Sports and politics collide. Uh, so Georgia is the national champion. It was a good night. Uh, it was always in doubt. You know, Alabama could have, uh, would have, should have pulled this one out, but their wide receivers dropped some balls. There were some controversial calls both ways, so the refs really didn't have anything to do with it. Um so that was good. At least there wasn't that big uh, overriding uh, theme that there was controversy in this one. The better team at the end was the winner, and that was Georgia. And it was a good game. It was a roller coaster of a matchup, and it really uh, was a nice way to finish out the college football season because the national semifinals were sort of boring. The marketing around college football needs to improve because – you know, they do it the Monday after the playoffs are set for the NFL. We'll, we'll actually jump into that, too. I forgot to tease that as well uh, later here on the D.C. CityCast without any of the local teams in the playoffs. Uh, but so that was good. It was a good way to wrap up the season with a very high-level game. Good defensive battle, first half, second half. Uh, they, they let the... Uh, they let some of the uh, offensive uh, weapons get finally released. And Georgia had that big run. That was a big player. That guy had the 67-yard run that sort of gave uh, the Bulldogs a little bit of confidence. Like, hey, we, we, have, we have a legitimate shot here to win this. And they did. So uh, hats off to Georgia and hats off to those that played it at uh, Bet River Sportsbook like myself. I did. And it feels good to have a win under your belt as we hit uh, now Tuesday. And uh, so I've won two straight. And we're going for three in a row tonight. And I am telling you, I've got the play. And it's local. So we'll make it we'll make it super and hyper local tonight in terms of what we're going to do on the uh, big board. So we're going to discuss that next. We'll also take a gander at the uh, NFL playoffs. The matchups are all set now. And uh, I do also want to get into just the, the coaching carousel and how cutthroat the NFL is. And it's actually not a bad thing. 
it's actually not a bad thing. So when you got coaches who you say, oh, my God, how the heck did that guy just get fired? Well, it's because it's a cutthroat business, bro. If you're not winning, you're not making the playoffs, and let's say the owner hires you, doesn't like you, even though maybe you – and I'm referring to Miami, obviously, and Brian Flores. He writes the checks, man. He strokes the checks. And if he doesn't like you, he wants you out, you're done, and you're not in the postseason. So – We'll talk about that uh, in, in, a, in a few as well here on the D.C. CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. But straight ahead, let's get into the Wizards. they got a game tonight against Oklahoma City. I want to break down that matchup, and I want to give you a winner tonight as we go for three in a row uh, with your boy. All right, this D.C. CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm your host, Frank Hanran from VEASAN. Bet Rivers Sportsbook wants you to experience rush pay. When you want to cash out your winnings, you don't want to wait two days just to get the go-ahead to withdraw your money. That's why Bet Rivers created Rush Pay. With Rush Pay, 80% of withdrawal requests are approved instantly, meaning you'll get your money faster. Why wait? Get your cash when you want it. Bet with a winner. Bet with Bet Rivers Sportsbook at BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers iOS app. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Play in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call one 888 3500. DC CityCast rolls on. It's presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Hey, be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Got some really good uh, feedback, some great reviews. So uh, keep them coming. We appreciate it here on the DC CityCast as uh, we love keeping it hyper local. And getting you set for games like tonight, Wizards uh, taking on the Oklahoma City Thunder. That'll be at Capital One Arena. And uh, I believe that this is, I think the next game, everybody has to show like a vaccination card to go down to Cap One Arena. It's probably one of the reasons why Bradley Beal got vaccinated, right? <laughs> he didn't want to get uh, uh, stopped at the door by security. And he's like, wait, I play here. No, you don't. Not unless you're vaccinated. So, uh, but Beal's been playing well. Wizards coming off a uh, victory at Orlando, and they face the Oklahoma City Thunder uh, tonight at uh, seven ten or so from Cap One Arena. Looking at the uh, line at Bed Rivers Sportsbook, BedRivers.com. Also get the app today. Download it right now. Wizards are favored by nine. By nine. Woo. Money line is minus four five five, so the Thunder getting nine and they are plus three forty to win. This is almost a similar spot a week ago when the Wizards hosted the lowly Houston Rockets. Rockets hit that three at the buzzer. Uh, Wizards at that time were only only favored. Were favored by seven and a half, and they lost straight up. But I am here today to tell you they they did just enough to beat Orlando on the road. They were favored by, I believe, 7.5 at Orlando, and they only won by 2, 102-100. But I am here today on the DC CityCast. This is not like an ultimate lock. This is not like – I only the only lock that I gave you was that school would be closed last Friday. That's the only lock I gave you, and it came through. But my heavy lean and my official release tonight is the Wizards minus 9 against Oklahoma City Thunder. This will be a game where the Wizards finally put – most of it all together. Beal will be a beast. Kuzma will be good. Dinwiddie's back from COVID-19. Rui Hachimura is back. Good to see Rui on the court the other night. Uh, he said he missed hoops. That's good to hear. Uh, 
But this will be one of those games where they are not going to allow what happened to Houston last week occur. They will come out focused, sharp, and ready to play, ready to pounce, and knock off the Oklahoma City Thunder in an impressive fashion. So at minus the Niner, and yes, I know there's you can tease and all that stuff. I don't like to do teases, quite frankly. I just like to do straight up because you got to do two games to get the teases and all that stuff. I just want to take, because you can bring the Wizards down here in this spot, but then I'd have to find another game to put it all together. We're just going with one game here. We're going with the Wizards minus nine. I see a 20 to 25 point victory here. And it a lot does echo back to the way they played at home against Houston last week. I'm sure Wes Unsell Jr., who, by the way, it's taken me almost the entire season to realize on social media when folks say W-U-J. I'm like, who's W-U-J? Oh, Wes Unsell Jr. So I'm sure Wes Unsell Jr. is in his team's ear going, we cannot do what we did last week against the Houston Rockets. So that's my official release uh, for the season. Since we've started this uh, podcast, I've, I, yes, I have kept track of all of my uh, plays. And we're on a two game winning streak, 11 and 14 uh, documented. <laughs> Sub 500, I know. I was 9 and 4, went on a bit of a, a cold stretch. But now we're coming back with a win tonight. Wizards minus nine. So we're keeping it local and we're giving you out the, tr- uh, the selection local as well with the Wizards minus nine. So that'll be the play, and we'll keep an eye on that uh, as as we uh, as we get closer to tip off. But I do want to, you know, I do want to give Kyle Kuzma a lot of credit. This guy has uh, has played really good basketball. He had what over twenty, he had twenty seven points, twenty two boards against the Orlando Magic, and uh, if his teammates can kind of come along for the ride and follow his sort of lead in terms of the way that he's producing. This should be a not. I'm not going to say easy cover, but this should be a cover tonight against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Because quickly, um, name an Oklahoma City Thunder player. No, I'm serious, right? Who's their coach? Uh, yeah, got nothing. Absolutely no idea who their coach is. <laughs> That's not why we're taking the Wizards. I'm just saying. This is a, this is a team that just I, I just can't I can't say I'm going to go with the Thunder, um, and they've struggled. They've lost one, two, three, four games in a row. They lost the Nuggets ninety nine ninety five the other night. They got blown out by the Timberwolves. In fact, they did a back to back. They lost two straight to the Timberwolves. Lost the Magic. Their last win was against the Knicks. And before that, they got stroked at the Suns, and they lost to the Kings. So they've lost, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six of their last seven as they visit Washington later on tonight. And let me just give you, yeah, I do know there's a one guy who hit a couple of buzzer beaters. Shy Gilgis Alexander is, uh, I guess, their main guy. But uh, they're just not strong. So we're going back to it. My official release tonight, Washington Wizards. Minus nine against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Don't, what is it? Don't think or don't blink. Don't think all the above. Just go. We're the better team in this situation. I think the Wizards should win by 20 to 25 points. So 
there you go on that. We have uh, NFL uh, matchups. They are out. We'll take a look at some of those. Now, we're not going to get into my picks just quite yet because we've still got a few days before the weekend. But we're going to take an early look at some of these uh, these lines at Bed River Sportsbook because uh, it's going to be a great weekend. A lot of football with the extra games. Lots and lots of football to break down. Uh, let's do that when we return here on the DC CityCast, presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm your host, Frank Handrahan from VEASAN. Bet River Sportsbook wants you to experience rush pay. When you want to cash out your winnings, you don't want to wait two days just to get the go-ahead to withdraw your money. That's why Bet Rivers created Rush Pay. With Rush Pay, 80% of withdrawal requests are approved instantly, meaning you'll get your money faster. Why wait? Get your cash when you want it. Bet with a winner. Bet with Bet Rivers Sportsbook at BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers iOS app. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Play in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call one 888 DC CityCast rolls on, presented by Bet Rivers. If you listen to the DC CityCast on Spotify, you can now leave us a rating. We appreciate all of your support. The playoffs are all set in the NFL, and no Washington football. Where are you? After making the playoffs last year at 7 and 9. We thought we were trending in the right direction, or we thought they were trending in the right direction. No longer the Washington football team. They're going to be a new uh, new logo, new nickname, uh, 2222. And I found it very interesting. They had like the, the exit interviews on Monday. And a lot of the players said, yeah, I know the nickname. I know the colors. Or they hinted that they knew the nickname, that uh, the fans would be pre- pleasantly surprised when the unveiling is uh, is released that got me thinking because I think Coach Ron Rivera said he had not uh, been uh, notified what the new nickname was. I'm sure he does know. Uh, he's, but he's playing coy. And I'm sure a lot of the answers that he's given the media, well, every coach, for the love of God, they're not going to tell you anything. So I'm sure he knows what the nickname is. I'm sure he knows what they want to do this offseason in terms of getting a quarterback. I'm sure they know they know. They've got the 11th spot. Uh, pick in the first round so Ron is is safe for another year but there was a whole lot of uh, heads rolling on Monday and that included Miami coach Brian Flores Chicago coach uh, Nagy can't remember his first name Uh, the guy Zimmer in Minnesota Uh, anybody else not yet Joe Judge for now has kept his job in New York which makes absolutely no sense and this is my point about this league and this profession that and and look I'm going to sound like the most obvious dude in the room but you don't win you get fired and you move on and these coaches with this crap about building uh, uh, long term building uh, it the right way blah 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 look if you don't win you're out you get paid a, a king's ransom and if I'm an owner and I don't see the results that I'm seeing and I want, you got to move on. And everybody was up in arms about Brian Flores getting fired. And yeah, it was probably not a smart move by the owner. Clearly, he has some other acts to grind with this uh, coach. But he doesn't like him. And he doesn't want to stroke a check to the guy anymore. Even though they lost seven in a row and then won seven in a row and beat the Patriots twice, they didn't make the playoffs. And that wasn't 
good enough for the owner who said, you know what, you're out. Go find somebody better that can get me into the postseason despite your success. So we can be like, oh, my God, why did this guy get fired? Why did that guy get fired? Well, the owner has the final say, bro. Like, he can do whatever he wants. And I'm sure he didn't like Flores. And Zimmer's goose was cooked, trying to rely on Kirk Cousins for so many years. Nagy was just an offensive, uh, uh, inept, I don't even know the word I'm trying to say here, but he was not an offensive juggernaut. His team sucked. I think he had that one good year, right? Maybe I'm thinking of another coach. I don't know. But, you know, it's time to move on. You guys get they get paid so much money. I'm not saying that that legitimizes or makes it right to can somebody. But if you're not doing what the owner wants you to do, if you're not making the playoffs, then you're out and you move on. And enough with the building culture and uh, long-term vision. You know, that's what Ron Rivera of the Washington football team has, has put up on that mantle. And uh, it's, it's really just about right now. What have you done for me this week? Are we in the playoffs or not? And they're not. So Ron probably has probably one more year left to turn this bad boy around. And I think he's probably aware of that. Um. And I bet you Brian Flores was aware that he probably was not going to be retained if he didn't make the playoffs. I'm sure he was told that, right? Or he had a hunch. Like, oh, God, if I don't I don't make the playoffs, my, my ass might be out. And he was. So let's not get all shocked and, oh, my God, how is this possible? It's possible because the guy who's running the operation, who's putting the John Hancock on the bottom of that check, going to that direct deposit, it's like, no, I can't I can't deal with this anymore. For whatever reason, it was his choice, and they move on. So that's my little rant about coaching in the NFL or coaching in any of these professions, man. Like, one of these days, and I'm sure they all know how fortunate they are. I'm sure they've all worked very hard to be where they are. Extremely hard. Long hours, staying up late watching film. I get that, all of it. But for the, the the amount of money that these guys are making right now, you got to know, hey, if I don't produce, I'm done. None of this two, three-year rebuild, none of this working and building a franchise and a culture, none, none of that doesn't matter. If you're not winning, you're out. And that's exactly what happened. And some coaches stayed longer than others. You know, there's the word about the guy in Houston is on the hot seat because uh, he didn't win. Judge should have been out in New York because he didn't win. Uh, all these guys that win the press conferences can just go, you know, kick rocks. Because we've seen it. These guys, oh, they look great in the press conference. The guy, the, the Detroit coach, who probably has another year or two left if he doesn't win. It's all it's all sugar and gravy, baby, until you got to look up at your schedule and you're winless through six weeks or seven weeks. Drinking all that coffee. So you get my my drift, drift, gist, you get it. So let's take a look now at the uh, playoffs where coaches that are going to be retained and sticking around will look at at who their opponent is this week. And we start Saturday at 435. It is going to be 
as I check betrivers.com right now. Great site. Check it out right now. It is the, wow, Bengals are minus six hosting the Las Vegas Raiders, who uh, had one of the more amazing endings in NFL regular season history on Sunday night. That thing was a thing of beauty. Everybody and their mom thought it was going to be a tie, except for the San, or San Diego, the L.A. Chargers coach, who inexplicably calls a timeout. There's another guy who's on the hot seat already. He was 38 seconds away from going to the playoffs, and he calls a timeout because he didn't have enough guys on the field, allegedly. It looked like the Raiders were just going to run the ball out and that would have been the end of the game. They were going to go to a tie, and the Chargers would have been in it. Nope. Raiders get that one more play after the timeout, and they get a big uh, a big gainer. Then they drop it down to two seconds, kick that field goal, and they move on uh, to the postseason. Yeah, they don't have to face the Chiefs, but they face the Bengals on the road, and Cincinnati is minus six against Las Vegas. Total 49 and a half. <laughs> Raiders minus, uh, plus 220 on the money line. Bengals minus 265. Again, these are not my early releases, but my lean here, my lean, huh, God, I don't like this at all. Cincinnati Bengals <laughs> minus six. Oh, it makes me, my skin crawl, which might be a good thing. That's my first lean. Then on Saturday, we got the nightcap. And it's still amazing how when you think and you see a name, like the Patriots, I still thought Tom Brady for a second. Like, oh, Tom Brady goes to the Bills. Nope, nope, nope. Patriots, the rookie QB at the Buffalo Bills Saturday night at 8.15. This is a low number, ladies and gentlemen. The Bills are only minus four against the Patriots. What in the world is that? Now, there's also this cool uh, tips uh, link that you can click on at bedrivers.com. The road team, according to this tip, has covered the spread in 12 of the last 16 games between the Patriots and the Bills. And I may use that tip because my early lean in this one is the Patriots plus the four. Total is low to 43 and a half, which would lead me to believe under there but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna touch the total i hate touching totals so i will uh, that's my early lean is the patriots plus four doesn't make much sense to me should i think it should be the bills minus six or seven better offense i know the patriots have belichick they got a rookie quarterback though why would you bet on a rookie quarterback in the playoffs why why would you do that that's why you take them plus the four all right let's move on to sunday Eagles are at the Bucks. This is a big number. The Buccaneers are minus nine. Total 49. Bucks minus 385 on the money line. Eagles plus 325. Right out of the gate, I'm thinking this should be a blowout. Bucks. So I'm going to lean Eagles plus nine right now. <laughs> Going against my gut. My gut is mostly and usually wrong. Because Tom Brady and company should just roll over the Eagles. Shouldn't shouldn't even be close. Eagles got roasted against Dallas. Looked terrible in the second half. I'm going to take the Eagles plus nine. Uh, man, there are two more games. There's so many games this weekend. Three more games. Holy cannoli. That's right, because they're doing the Monday night playoff game, too. Gives the Cardinals and Rams a short week. This is incredible. 
Too much football. All right. That sounds like a, a Berenstain Bears book. Okay. Uh, so then we got the Niners at the Cowboys. Another small number. Why are the Cowboys just minus three and a half against the Niners? I know the Niners look good in that comeback victory against the Rams. But Dallas is uh, is pretty potent offensively. That's why the total is 50 and a half. Oh, man, we may have to pass on this one. I have to revisit this one. I don't have a I don't have a feel on this one at all, at all. But because it is such a low number, I, I'm more apt to think Niners in that spot. Then the nightcap at eight fifteen. So the Bucks and Eagles are at one. Niners Cowboys at four thirty, and then the Steelers Chiefs at eight fifteen. Oh my gosh, so much football! And the Chiefs are minus twelve and a half. Minus 12 and a half. <laughs> wow. Okay. Because it is such a big number, you know, my early my early lean is the Chiefs. Minus the 12 and a half. But again, these are not official releases. When it's that big of a number, don't be scared by it. Just take the favorite. Steelers limped in or lucked in or however you want to call it. Uh, Big Ben on the road against the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. Uh, they got to dirty it up. They got to muddy it up if they're going to have any chance. I don't see that happening. So I would take the Chiefs minus 12 and a half. And then on Monday, Arizona Cardinals at the LA Rams. Rams are only minus four. Total is 50 and a half. Arizona was off to such a great start, looking so good. And then they sort of hit that speed bump. Hit another bump here. They closed out the regular season with a loss. Have not looked sharp. Rams were everybody's early uh, early season. They were talking about the Super Bowl with their head coach. Uh, why is his name escaping me, even though he's on every TV commercial, it seems. So in this spot, my early lean is the Cardinals plus four. Cardinals plus four. Because I think, again, the Rams should be favored by a little bit more because of the home field. Should be five or six, in my opinion. So, yeah, this is this is going to be an interesting weekend. But let's recap, because I don't want to leave you hanging. These are my early leans. Bengals, minus the six. Patriots, plus the four. Eagles, plus the nine. No feel on the Niners-Cowboys yet. Chiefs, minus the 12 and a half. And the Cardinals, plus the four. A lot of dogs are barking here. Bengals. Minus the six. Patriots plus the four. Eagles plus the nine. No feel in the Cowboys. Niners. Chiefs minus the 12 and a half. And the Cardinals plus four. Yes, I did do it. And again, just to wrap things up here on the DC CityCast presented by Bet Rivers, I'm going with the Wizards tonight. Minus nine at home against the Oklahoma City Thunder. And we're going to make it three in a row. We're going to make it three in a row. All right, enjoy all the games. We'll talk to you very soon. I appreciate you tuning in and uh, spreading the word. Really do, uh, really do thank you so much. All right, this has been the D- uh, DC City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm Frank Hanrahan from VEASAN. We will talk soon. See ya. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.